Welcome to the Jumping Through Hoops podcast series. I'm Hannah Charlotte. I'm a multidimensional entrepreneur, marketing, media, and mindset wizard, and mum of three. And I have set this podcast up in order to serve and support you in your journey of entrepreneurship. Enjoy. Welcome back to episode 56 of the Jumping Through Hoops podcast series with myself, Hannah Charlotte. Today, I am honoured to be speaking to a lovely lady called Mary Grace, and I'm just going to introduce you to Mary Grace. I'm just going to read out her bio here before she starts talking to us. So Mary Grace is a self-love coach and she is the founder of Self Love Medicine. And she believes that studying and learning about yourself is a powerful way to love and know yourself fully. After studying astrology and reading natal charts for half a decade, she discovered human design back in 2015 and quickly became obsessed with just how practical the human design system is. While a lot of astrology is open for interpretation, human design, although mystical in many ways, provides very concise strategies for those devoted to the path of self-awareness. It's an incredible tool that she uses with all of her coaching clients. So welcome, Mary. Hi, so happy to be here. Thank you. It's <laughs> great to connect. And uh, I didn't actually ask you, where are you actually based? I know you're in the US, but whereabouts? San Francisco. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. So tell us a little bit about your story and how how you got to be where you are now, doing what you do with teaching human Mm -hmm. design and self-love. Totally. So I think like most women, I was raised with just a distorted view of beauty and um, just beauty standards in general. Um, And then it was exacerbated by the fact that my mom had anorexia growing up my whole life. She kind of projected that onto me Um, And so I just kind of grew up with a really um, distorted sense of who I was and what made me worthy of not just love, but anything. Uh Um, So that was definitely a huge struggle in my life. There's um, countless trauma that I won't get into that my mom kind of put me through. Um, Bless her. She, you know, our mothers are just doing their best. (laughs) mental health included um you know and um so that led me to just this wanting to understand more about myself wanting to understand how I fit into the world what makes me worthy what 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 is my place in this world um and like most women I got into astrology after a bad breakup and I was like why didn't this work out um that was you know off back back in my teens I was and I was so fascinated I just thought how how does this work what is this and so I dove so deep into astrology and learning everything that I could about the cosmos and all the all of our celestial bodies right and got very well versed in many different kinds of astrology. And that of course just flowed into reading other people's natal charts and reading into astrology. Um, But as as we all know, astrology is super wide open for interpretation. You could have one thing, one event happening and every astrologer has something different to say about what's happening. 
So that's always been something that I couldn't reconcile. I just thought there's something missing. This is the part that makes people not take Mm. this seriously. Right. And then I discovered human design and I just realized, wow, this is super practical. Here's actual advice. That's not open for interpretation. You can experiment with it and see what really works for you and how it can improve just not just your well-being, but how you operate with your relationships in your business and so many other facets with life. I like to call it how you interface. You know, we're all kind of interfacing with our reality and human design is the system that allows you to upgrade your operating system, Mm -hmm. jailbreak it even you're, you're just, you're able to see the world in a whole new light and you're able to play with it and experiment it, experiment in a whole Mm -hmm. new way with your own life and how you interact and interface. Yeah. Yeah. So I just find that it's incredibly interesting and, um, based in a lot of really incredible esoteric wisdom and science. So of course I'm into it. It's super fun. And I like to kind of say also that if you were ever into astrology and things didn't resonate or you didn't, um, or you just didn't really feel like you felt like something was missing, human design fills all those gaps Mm. in every way. So that's why I use it I use it for myself uh, with my own relationships and I use it with all my clients. And it's usually very um, mind blowing <laughs> to, yeah. to put it plainly. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, I'd never heard of human design until last year when I experienced um, a spiritual awakening and mm-hmm. I started to look more into, as you, you know, you, like you said, the astrology side of things, you know, looking into stars reading my you know trying to find out a little bit more about about why we're here I guess (laughs) Um, (laughs) and uh yeah and and then I found human design which I have to admit I am no expert on whatsoever um although I do know that I am a manifesting generator Um, (laughs) um, but what is human design what Mm, actually is it (laughs) so human human design is a system and it draws from four main um kind of wisdom teachings one of them is astrology um and then we also use the hindu chakra system as well as the kabbalah and the I Ching. so the I Ching has 64 hexagrams and so you'll see that in a human design chart there's 64 gates And then when two gates connect, it forms a channel. There's 32 channels. And those are all correlated with not just the planets in your astrology chart, but also these hexagrams and the energy flowing through your chakra system. Um, And so I I like to kind of call the human design chart. Uh, It's a 3D or your, your, sorry, I said that incorrectly. It's a 2D representation of your aura literally it's like a map of how energy flows through your energetic body we all have our physical body we also have our energetic system and so we can see a map of our physical skeletal system or our circulatory system the human design chart is 
quite literally a map of your energy, your aura system. Yeah. And so within human design, there are different aura types. Um, So you're a manifesting generator, which means that you have a generator aura. Uh, So there's the generators, they have a welcoming aura, they're meeting life. Life is a tantric dance almost it's they're communicating they're in dialogue Uh, a generator is the type of person who the love of their life shows up at their front door one day like they didn't actually have to go out into the world like that's that's a generator or things are coming and things are going going if you've ever seen um like a taurus i mean all auras are kind of like a taurus but the generator aura is like things are coming and going and coming and going. And so that's kind of how you can think of a generator aura. Um, And so as a manifesting generator, you're a hybrid type. So you're a combination of this generator aura, but also a manifester. So a manifester aura, which, so just by the way, generators make up 70% of the population. And that includes manifesting generators split about in half. Once that 70% is split, half's generator, half is about manifesting generator. And then a manifester takes up about 9% of the population. I am a manifester and a manifester aura is closed and repelling. So things are not coming at all. You could trust me, trust me when I say this, that in life, if I want something, I have to initiate it. The love of my life is not going to show up at my front door. In fact, I just true story. I had an intuition that the love of my life was in San Francisco. And I went, I initiated, I didn't know why I didn't know anything about San Francisco, I just had that intuition and I went. So that is how, oh, wow. um, and my partner yeah. has a generator aura. Wow. And so his beloved showed up at his front door. That's just a real life example of how yeah. things truly work. And knowing, honestly, that was one of the things that sold me on human design when I first learned about it is because I was like, wow, now I know why when I walk into a room, everyone looks at me because my aura is repelling. I, I make people uncomfortable and they don't even know why. It's mm-hmm. at an uh, energetic level. And sometimes it's uncomfortable um, excitement and curiosity. Mm-hmm. And so people are drawn to me. Doesn't mean that I repel everyone, but I definitely <laughs> repel people <laughs> and I'm okay with it. It's something that I've really just learned is it's just a matter of is some, is this person's energy correct or not? Mm. It's not personal. And so that's just kind of how, how I, how I tend to look at it. So that's the manifester aura. You as a manifesting generator, you still have a generator aura, but as I kind of mentioned that generators, um, well, so I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. The generator's role is to respond. And so And my role as a manifester is to initiate, as I mentioned, like I initiate things. Mm. So as a hybrid manifesting generator, you do both. You respond and you initiate. Yeah. So, um, and then there's, (laughs) yeah. And the manifestors, 
manifestors are um, kind of like the old world kings and queens yeah. and pharaohs. We're non-energy types. We don't have a lot of energy, like something that a generator has eight hours of energy for, I, I have one. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> and that's not yeah. a joke and that's not a cop out. It's not me trying to, you know, limit myself or say I can't do things. It's just the reality of my aura. So, and that's, you know, it can sound kind of complex, but it's really quite simple. Mm. Um, but um, so there's um, two more aura types. There's the projector. And the, the projector is actually a pretty big population of about 20%. And they are, their aura is like glue. Things are coming. They're not going. And so a lot of things come to them. And that's why their strategy, just like the generator strategies to respond, manifestor to initiate, the projector strategy is to wait for the invitation mm -hmm. because things are, so many things are coming. And it's not necessarily, oh, you have to sit around and wait. It's more just understanding how to discern which invitations to accept. Mm -hmm. And so that's a, that's a vital part of being a projector. And so, like I said, manifestors are like the old world. Um, not that there's, not that there's anything wrong with us, but like our time has already kind of come to its mm -hmm. end and we're moving more into this projector centered world. That's why we don't really have kings and queens anymore. I mean, you do <laughs> in the UK, <laughs> but for the most part, we see, you know, democracy, we see beautiful mm -hmm. systems coming yeah. into place. We see things being optimized. That is the projector's okay. role. That's what the yeah. projector does. Projectors are really amazing at systems and organizations and teaching and they're, they're incredible guides. So that's kind of what um, the projector does. And that's what their role is for us. They're our teachers, they're our guides, they're, they're wonderful people. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, see, do you know- And I, project- I, yeah. I didn't know, I, I know I'd looked into a bit of this and I touched upon this when I'd done training before, but I, I never knew all this. I never knew. So yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so projectors, they are, um, they're also non-energy types, like the manifester. But whereas my aura is kind of almost impenetrable, like not, not always, but you can think of it in that way. Like I kind of call the manifester aura rubber, like things don't stick. Um, but a projector, almost everything sticks. So that's why we see projectors, um, they, they really have to take control of their energy. And when they're out of balance, they're exhausted and they're, you know, they feel bitter about having to do things that they don't want to do, but that's because they don't know how to use their strategy to accept the correct invitations for themselves. And so that's why you see a lot of projectors nowadays are energy workers because they've had to learn the ins and outs of their own energy and they've had to learn how to clear their energy because it's, the easiest way for a projector to clear out their aura and their energy is to sleep alone. And so there's probably a good amount of projectors that have that opportunity, but for the most of them that are conditioned to like sleep with their partner in the same bed with their partner or um, don't necessarily know that they need to discharge, yeah. 
um, that's kind of where you'll see a projector not uh, in their highest, not in their, okay. oh. not in their optimal um, position. Yeah. If that wow. makes sense. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty interesting. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. And then the final aura type is the reflector. Um, so reflectors are a really, really um, small percentage. They're about one to 2% of the population. They are the pulse of society. They're the vital sign. You can look to a projector and their health, physical, mental, emotional, their, their well-being is going to be a direct reflection of their environment. So, you know, a reflector that was raised in a healthy environment will be a little bit healthier. Um, whereas ones that kind of were in a not so great environment, they tend to almost be kind of like on the fringes of society. Sometimes they experience mental health issues, addiction, um, homelessness. So these are, and obviously this is not, I'm not saying all projectors are like, I mean, all reflectors are homeless or something. I don't mean that at all. I just mean that they're gonna directly reflect their environment. So yeah. if they're, if they grow up in with an alcoholic parent, they're, they're, yeah. it's very likely that they're gonna be an alcoholic. Um, so that's just an example. Um, and like I said, these are, you know, I did kind of mention that astrology is more up for interpretation. These are in a sense, kind of, you know, my words explaining these teachings. Um, but uh, so I could be slightly, you know, maybe not everyone would fully agree with what I would say, but I think that that's, that's a basic understanding of the aura types. Okay, so there's four slash five then, if you count the sort of the manifesting generator, which is kind of the combination of the, manifest mm -hmm. the manifester and the generator. Wow. Mm -hmm. So why should people kind of find out what they are? Like, how is this going to help guide them in life, in business, um, you know, in every aspect of their lives, really? How can identifying what archetype you are help you in life? Mm -hmm. So... The most important thing for you to learn in human design is your strategy. So like I kind of mentioned, the generator strategies to respond, the manifester initiates, or the, the manifester informs, actually they inform. Um, the projector respond, waits, to, waits for the invitation and the reflector actually waits an entire lunar cycle, which is about 29 and a half days. So they have a, you know, they're, they're, it's a very interesting strategy, but I actually have known some reflectors who they don't even have to really try with their strategy. It just kind of happens naturally. They're just lunar beings. They're in tune with the moon. They don't have to really try. So if you meet a reflector, you'll probably notice that things in their life happen in, in the, about the length of a lunar cycle, which is, I, I always find it really interesting. Um, yeah, so human design is an experiment. So say you were brand new, you went and looked up your chart, you see, okay, I'm a generator. My strategy is to respond. What does that mean? You start to experiment with it. You start, to, you start to experiment with different responses, right? Or do I need to respond to this? 
a lot of the time when you see things trending on social media, it's the generators. They're responding to everything. They saw someone else post something. And so they have to post their response. And so what our generator in their power is doing is deciding what to respond to and understanding that their response is where their power lies. So I like to kind of break up the word responsibility. Like we see the word responsibility defined almost as burden. Like this is like, these are my responsibilities. But if you break up that word into two words, responsibility or flip it, the ability to respond becomes a lot more empowering, right? You realize, oh, this is about my ability to choose how I respond. And so when you're not in your strategy as a generator, you'll feel frustrated. So that's an easy way to experiment with human design. Find your strategy, start to experiment with it. Like mine is to inform. Okay. So if I want to do something that might affect the lives of, of the people around me, I need to inform them first. It's not asking for permission but it's letting them know, hey, this is gonna be happening. Um, I'm just letting you know. So the child, for example, that wants to shave their head, maybe they go shave their head and piss off their parents. But if they're in their strategy, they say, hey, mom, I don't want you to freak out, but I'm gonna shave my head. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so what do, what do we see happen if the child just goes and shaves their head, doesn't tell their parents, anger. So that is how a manifester can tell if they're not using their strategy, they're angry okay. or they're making other people angry. So that is actually, you know, the, so these two things go hand in hand. There's always going to be like a strategy and then there's almost kind of like the, um, how you, how you can tell that you're not in your strategy. It's like the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. For a projector, they're waiting for the invitation, right? And if they are accepting every invitation that comes into their life, they're going to eventually end up doing something that they don't want to do, and they're going to feel bitter about it. So that's how a projector knows that they have accepted an incorrect invitation. They feel bitter. They right. don't want to do it. Mm. So, and, and there's, there's, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of other nuances that go along with it. Like for example, um, like a manifestor's signature theme is peace. That's how I know that I'm using my strategy. Things feel peaceful. If a projector feels successful, that's how they know they're using their strategy. So there's, there's kind of like those three things that anyone who's new to human design can figure those, those three things out right away and experiment with them. They don't even need to look at the gates, the channels, the profile, you can, you'll get to that eventually start experimenting with your strategy first mm -hmm. and just see the kind of micro changes that you see in your life. And eventually those ripples are really big. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So just for example, I'm just trying to, cause the manifesting generator one is a bit confusing, isn't it? Cause it's almost like a contrast almost, but then they're the, that, you know, it's two together. So as a manifesting generator, how would I know what to respond? How would I respond? Would I, which one? 
<laughs> on the generator how how would they know both 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 yeah so you are informing people in your life when you're going to do something that might affect them and you're choosing what to respond to mm. um, when you're not in your not using your strategy you may feel frustrated you also may feel angry so those are kind of, you, you, it's just, it's both. Yeah. And it, there's no cut and dry, you're one or the other. You do have a generator aura. You do not have the manifestor, manifestor aura, but you do uh, need to use the manifesting um, strategy. And here's why, because you're a, man, a generator does not have a motor. I'm like, I, I didn't explain motors, but there's four motors. And so a generator does not have a motor connected to their throat okay a manifesting generator does so that is why you must use your voice you have to be vocal you have to inform and so that's and that's what makes a manifester a manifester i have a motor to my throat but i don't have a defined sacral which is what makes someone have a generator or as the defined sacral i don't have that but i have a motor to my throat therefore I'm a manifester. I am also supposed to use my voice. It doesn't mean that I, that if you don't have this, you're not supposed to use your voice. Obviously we're humans. We all have a throat chakra. We're all supposed to be using our voice, but it's all just about the strategies mm -hmm. around how to use these different energy centers within us so that we can have a more, um, you know, more self-awareness, yeah. more self-love. And most of all, self-compassion which is what allows us to have compassion for other people yeah and I guess live a more kind of aligned life as well and and for for business as well for business owners this is going to help them know how to um project themselves um uh, to how you know as you say use their voices um and also you know if there is someone's in the middle of a launch or you know it's how they would go about that um you mentioned which, which uh archetype was the one where you wait the lunar cycle again which one was that a reflector, a reflector. yeah so if someone a business owner is a you know a reflector then it's, it's making that decision uh and you know you're waiting on that lunar mm -hmm. cycle like not straight away isn't it like which one is straight away am i the manifesting generator is the one that is it it's like a yes or no straight away type of thing is it the, with um vision? so <laughs> we could go on and on so that <laughs> is that that gets a little complex because so as i kind of mentioned if you're new to human design and you just want to start experimenting with your strategy and that then once you do that for a little while, then you can start to experiment with your authority. And so what you're kind of mentioning, what you're, what you're talking about, which you don't realize it is, is authority. Yeah. So for um, the whole gut feeling thing, like immediately knowing yes or no is actually a lot more rare than people think. Um, it's kind of almost a um, cliche at this point. Like, what does your gut say? Like, listen to your gut. Um, the only people that really get those immediate yeses and nos are people with a defined, well, not just defined spleen, but a splenic authority, what's called splenic authority. So in the Hindu chakra system, there's seven chakras. In the human design system, there's nine. 
and there's a there's one there's two extra but one of them is the spleen and it's from the solar plexus splitting and basically the solar plexus is its own thing still obviously but now we also have the spleen and so most people have emotional authority i would say that's probably the highest percentage you have a defined solar plexus then you have emotional authority and that whole like gut feeling yes or no thing doesn't work if you have an if you have emotional authority because emotional authority is actually about waiting yeah it's you have to ride an emotional wave you feel the excitement about responding but you have to have the self-control and the self-awareness to know i can't i should not respond right away i need to wait whereas the splenic person they will know right away and that's the thing that i think a lot of it's a big relief to a lot of people when they learn about this and they learn that they have emotional authority it's like oh okay so that's why i never have like a clear cut yes or no it's actually a relief because my whole life i thought why don't i have this thing that's mentioned in movies or mentioned by everybody just listen to your gut like you'll know like the whole statement which i which is floating around the coaching world like if it's not a fuck yes it's a fuck no <laughs> like i'm sorry but blanket statement generalizations like that are false yeah and not, and this just not how how it works <laughs> nope no because for me personally nothing is ever a fuck yes no. with emotional authority nothing <laughs> And that's like, and I hope somebody with emotional authority is listening right now and going, oh, thank God. Like I think, praise the goddess that I know that nothing will be a fuck yes for me. And it's not a bad thing. Maybe you might be bummed for like half a second, but it's actually, it, it's actually good. Cause now you know that you're not going to feel that. And so you can start to look for what what your feelings are for, for actually are for a yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And actually, I'm so pleased you said that because that's something, you know, I kind of uh, talk with my students about in my coaching program. And that's something I've kind of personally experienced as well. It's kind of listening to that intuition and that gut feeling, like, why is it not coming up for me? Like, why is it, you know, why is it not a straight away yes or a straight away no it's meant to be like surely it's meant to be we're told but it's meant to be but it's not you know sometimes it could take weeks and you know a long mm -hmm. time to kind of figure stuff out like you know people tell you like listen to your intuition the answer will come to you but it can take a while yeah it can take yeah it's not a straight away yes or no yeah totally and you know just while we're on the subject of intuition this is a big thing that I teach with my with my students as well is like you know, we all have seen the Hollywood version of intuition. It's the gut feeling. It's the very specific premonition or vision of the future that, you know, helped save the main character's life. And that's just not how intuition works. It would be really nice if intuition came with instructions and on a silver platter, but everyone's intuition is so different. And that is actually another really unique thing about human design. I can look at your human design chart and I can find clues for what your actual intuition is. Mm. So I can find out if maybe your intuition comes in the form of smell and scent or 
whether you're maybe, maybe you're clairaudient, you hear things, and maybe you uh, are clairsentient, you feel other people's feelings, like the classic empath, but some people feel animals or plants, they don't feel other people. So that's the thing is that there's so, there's such a wide spectrum of how intuition works, especially paired with authority. And, and like I said, it's all just an experiment. It's all just, you have to look at your human design chart, you know, see what you, you know, what sticks out to you, obviously start with your strategy and then go on to the authority and just start to experiment how, like, what if I were to try this out, you know, maybe this is right. And, and I can see, you know, what, what works for me. Yeah. So yeah, that's an important part of just learning about human design in general is that it's, it's an experiment and it's, it's an active experiment that you have to actively participate in. Yeah. You can't just read like, oh, okay, my strategy is this, my aura is this, and then that's it. You don't actually participate. Mm. Yeah. You actually have to kind of practice it for a while and see how it kind of aligns and works for you, I guess. Absolutely. And, and if you're a manifester like me, for example, I really, I don't want to inform. Like it's actually against my nature <laughs> to inform because it does kind of feel like asking for permission. It, it does. And it, and when, especially in a relationship, it, it does open the door for them to respond with their opinions. Yeah. And so it's uh, not always fun, but the harmony that is that you receive for experimenting with it and for participating in your strategy is priceless. It's, it's palpable. You feel it because you either feel the peace or you feel anger. Right. And so those are pretty, those contrasts so, so much that it's, it becomes quite obvious when you're experimenting properly when when you're actually participating or not yeah wow yeah that's quite an eye I, I, I can't get my words out I open. <laughs> yeah that's um that's really interesting really interesting I'm, I'm mm-hmm. I, I need to I think I need to delve into my own human design a bit more actually and <laughs> find out a bit more in depth what I am um so if someone who's listening to this episode today is just like, they never heard of this, okay? Um, they just want to find out, to start with, what archetype they are. They're not ready to kind of go all in yet. They just kind of want to find out a little bit. Where would they find that out? How could they find out their type? There is a few different um, places to get your human design chart. Um, if you were to Google it, I'm pretty sure the top one that will pop up is the Jovian Archive which is um, an extension of the creator of human or the founder of human design. He didn't, he didn't actually create it. He, uh, he downloaded it (laughs) from the universe, (laughs) but that's a whole nother story. Um, Yeah. So that's probably the top one that will come up. I like that one. Uh, It's pretty basic, Um, but I also really love Jenna Zoe. Her, I believe her website is myhumandesign.com. You can also get your chart there. It goes a little bit more in depth than the Jovian archive one. Um, but yeah, and then the, I would say that start to experiment with your strategy and your authority. Understand the, like how your aura works. 
and play with that. Uh, and then if you want to go deeper, you want to understand like, what does this gate mean? Or what is this channel? Um, you, you, you could book a reading with someone, with someone like me, or there's so many people out there. And I really highly recommend getting a reading from someone who you feel drawn to, because it's very likely that the reason you're drawn to them is because something within your own chart mirrors the way that they transmit. Yeah. And so be very, you know, pay attention to their vocal frequency, their, the way that they speak. And if you're attracted to that and you want to learn more from that person, go for it mm. and, and see, you know, what they can see in your chart and how they can help you with your experiment. At the end of the day, all, they're not going to give you definitive answers like, oh, like, well, they're, to an extent, you can be like this, this, and this. Uh, but it, but you have to be the one to participate and really bring it into your life yeah and and see what happens yeah can you um just talk to people about how it's helped you with your business and and your life as well i know you've told us a little bit about your backstory and everything but can you just tell us how human design has actually personally helped you because obviously you know you teach it you must really believe in it so please tell us like how it how it's helped you yeah so i would I think that the, the best way that it's helped me um, as a manifester specifically um, is to know myself and to really know my power. I didn't quite um, understand why I had such an effect on people. I really took um, the re rejection personally for a very long time. And now rejection, I expect it. And not, not in a negative way, but I know that, you know, probably seven out of 10 or people that I come across, okay, that might be a little dramatic, maybe like five out of 10 people that I come across are, you know, not going to be, not going to be into me. And I'm okay with that. Like, it's fine with me. And but I've found that the more I experiment, the more I use my strategy, that number has actually begun to dwindle. I repel people much, much less. Yeah. So um, that has been really powerful. And also just the power of initiating. Like I would never expect um, like an opportunity to just find me. I know that I have to create it. Now a generator on the other hand, they they, something is going to just drop into their lap, <laughs> which is, you know, which is a beautiful thing in itself. Um, but yeah, just kind of knowing that these kind of um, stories we hear, like, you know, like my true love showed up at my front door. Like we hear those things and why doesn't that happen to me? Well, you can look at your human design chart and you can learn what is actually more likely for you, what's more aligned for you. And so at the end of the day, hands down, it's just helped me love and accept myself fully for who I am. And that has such a massive ripple effect in how you relate to other people, how you run your business and just everything in between. It's yeah. just, it's life-changing. <laughs> so that's why I'm, I'm a huge proponent of it. There's so much going on that, um, that has to be uncovered 
And if you, if you don't ever uncover it, then, then you're going to be stuck in the frustration. You're going to be stuck in the anger. You're going to be bitter your whole life. And we see that those three, you know, themes, those three emotions are super common. And so now when you go out into the world and you see an angry person, you see a frustrated person, you see someone behaving bitterly, yeah. you have compassion for them because you know that they're just not quite living in alignment. Nice. And even though it's not, you know, it has nothing to do with you, it's not your fault, you can have that compassion and you can have a greater understanding. And, and I, I do believe that we treat ourselves better the more we learn about ourselves and it, and it does in turn, uh, we end up treating other people better. Mm. Absolutely. It starts with us, doesn't it? It always starts. Absolutely. Oh, it's beautiful. Honestly, that's (laughs) such, um, really opened my mind actually, you know, listening to you and I'm definitely going to book a reading. I definitely want to find out about your programs. I know you've just told me you've had a really successful month. Um, you know, (laughs) tell us what you do actually. Like uh, I know you're a self-love coach and obviously you offer the human design readings, but tell us about your programs. What specifically are them? So I offer a personal coaching program. It's called self-love initiation (laughs) manifestor theme right there. Um, I initiate, you know, my clients who I call goddesses, (laughs) of course, uh, uh, into just the world of self-love, the world of spirituality and just uh, the medicine of self-love and how we kind of move Um, In all of my programs, we begin with embodiment, which is actually something else that I really love about human design. It's very focused on the body. Um, And so I begin with all of my clients with embodiment, which is absolutely the new mindset. You cannot get your mind set unless you're in your body. Everyone's living their life from the neck up. They're not even paying attention to their body. So we start there. And then we move into intuition and awakening your intuitive and oracular capabilities. Uh, I am a spiritual intuitive. I, you know, when I work with clients, I spend a lot of time in meditation about what they need and what their intuitive gifts are. And we, I, you know, I get answers and then we experiment with it. And it's really, really eye-opening. And then uh, the last focus is empowerment. And so that, which is kind of what we just talked about now, bringing in that self-awareness, you know, I do astrology and human design readings for all of my clients, because the more you're empowered in who you are, the better your life is going to be. And the better you're going to treat yourself, the better you're going to treat other people. It's going to have this massive ripple effect into the entire world, which is my entire mission. The women set the tone. I do work with women specifically. Women set the tone. The mother, the the matriarch, they set the frequency for their family, their relationships, their community, and it ripples out into the entire world. So we have to make love and self-love our sacred chant so that that is what are is rippling out into the world. Um, so that's my personal coaching program. And I also do group coaching. It's called self-love awakening. It's, um, it's really a spiritual awakening that I bring a whole group through. We do a number of things. Um, 
We do Kundalini yoga, of course, because it's just so critical if somebody's never experienced um, clearing out their aura, clearing out their energy field. It's really powerful um, to do in, a, in an awakening you know, setting. Yeah. And we also do uh, readings. We learn about how to experiment. We uh, study different goddesses. And so those are my two programs that I'm running right now. And then as well, I do just human design readings for people or astrology readings. I, I think that both, I still love astrology. Uh, just, I just feel like it's almost, it's just missing things and human design fills all those gaps. So, Wow. Amazing. You're doing a great job, uh, you know, sharing this with people. So well done. And yeah, thank, thank you. you. My mind to this and, and all my listeners as well, you know, I think everyone's probably going to take a lot from this. So this has been brilliant. Thank you. Um, thank you. Else you want to sort of add before we wrap it up? Is there anything else you want to kind of that you haven't said that you kind of want to explain or I think you kind of said quite a lot really we've had a whole lesson here so. yeah we did yeah we did I would say that you know just my final words are you're worthy of self-love we all are and it's an infinite well it's infinite we are the source the power source so if you start to look at yourself as a source of power as a source of love as a source of energy you're, you're less um, affected by other people's um, misalignment. Mm -hmm. You get an alignment and their misalignment affects you less. Miss, miss you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, miss yeah. you, actually don't. <laughs> so that is, I would say those are just kind of my closing statements is that if you have wanted to be empowered, if you have wanted to know who you are, you want to deeply love yourself then know that you are worthy of taking the time to develop that yeah. and do it give that to yourself yeah so true so true yeah wow thank you and also well quickly where can everyone find you as well I know you are I, on Instagram and yeah tell us yeah I'm just on Instagram as uh, self-love medicine you can find out more about my programs or book a reading with me at selflovemedicine.com. And yeah, that, that's all about me. I'm just living and breathing self-love and the medicine that it brings. It's just the most potent medicine in the world. And I want to just get it out there. I want everyone, every woman to be loving herself, raising children that love themselves and just totally raise the vibration of the planet and whew, I just that's that's the vision that I hold every day so I just I want to live on a planet of empowered humans like visualize that with me for a moment yeah. and how incredible that would feel that's that's the goal brilliant brilliant I love it yeah so good <laughs> Thank you so much for thank you so much. Um, yeah, great. So let's all follow Mary over on Instagram and let's all get our human design readings. I can't wait. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. I do hope my information has been useful in some way. Now, if you have enjoyed listening, then I would really appreciate if you leave me a review over on iTunes or any other platform that you are listening from. Thank you.